This is the Built to Resist podcast brought to you by Eastback, where we invite inspiring individuals and creative pioneers to share their stories. We investigate how they express themselves, where they find inspiration, and how they are built to resist. Introducing Merkage Dave. In this episode, we're exploring Dave's views on being an independent musician in London, the process of growing as an artist, and how being cool is being yourself. Growing up in London has left a lasting impression on him, but it was his move to Manchester that gave him a new look on things. He is glad to be back in the city and loves the creative atmosphere it breathes. I was born in Witch Cross Hospital, Leytonstone, East London, and um, grew up in East London. I moved to Manchester when I was 18 and lived there for a decade and then moved back to East London. It, they, they both have uh, different things that like I like about, about them. Manchester's a, a friendlier place. I got, I got a lot of kind of like fond emotions and memories connected to Manchester. But also the same with London. London's a, a faster paced place. It's a, it's, a, it's a busier place. It's a less forgiving place, but also it's just got that energy that like, there's things that come out of London creatively that could not come out of any other city, you know, but just because of the combination of people. It's just such a hub for like people of the world, you know? We all kind of bump into each other and, and swap ideas and stuff like that. So the music scene in London, yes, yeah, it's, it's really exciting right now. There's um, the way that the influences crash into each other in London. It is very unique. And, and so obviously like, you know, you got, you got guys that, you got guys that used to like uh, rap, used to spit grime and they're making like indie music. Do you know what I mean? And you've got like guys who would be making indie on their, but they're making like garage on their laptop and stuff like that. Murkage Dave has done a lot of things. He was a DJ, ran club nights and was a podcaster. But from an early age, music was his main creative outlet. Everyone has their way of expressing themselves. Songwriting is Dave's way of dealing with things and a way of continuing the conversation. I would say that I was actually always, always writing music from when I was like very young. From when I can kind of literally remember anything, I remember having songs like from when I was like about five or whatever, like coming up for, with ideas. Obviously, I didn't really have a way of recording the idea it was just kind of like in my head at that point I think I've always been creative you know I was coming up for ideas for um like computer games in school and um I was drawing cartoons I was never really that good at drawing but you know I was always coming up with ideas for things and creating things and trying to put things on that's just always kind of like what I've been doing I, I guess I'm just I'm just naturally like that and I feel like maybe like music was just kind of the the I guess like maybe I just had like more role models, like as like a young black person, I feel like I probably had more role models in music. So it felt like a, a path that I could have, I could see I could go down. I mean, you know, there was an artist um, from the UK that obviously like I really loved was, was Craig David. I was a big fan, I still am, of, of Craig David. I remember like the first time I went abroad when I was 18, I, I seen like... Um, Puff Daddy on the side of a massive skyscraper, you know, like I'd never seen anything like that before. So 
but but like I say, like had I seen people that look like me doing something else, you know, maybe I maybe I would have gone down that road. So I just feel like I'm just naturally creative and this is the, the kind of lane that I found to kind of express myself, you know. I was doing a lot of things. I was I was I was podcasting, I was DJing, I was running club nights, I was making music. And it was just confusing. I feel like a lot of people would kind of try and simplify it in their mind and go, oh, he's a DJ or or he's a podcaster. Do you know what I mean? They couldn't they couldn't understand that I could be doing several things. I think I think it's good to like establish yourself in one space. And then once you're established, then you can kind of use that to like like you're building up a world for people to explore or you're building you know you're building a house or something i i think i think i think if 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 my music can be the central piece and then everything else that i end up doing is kind of like linked to that if you're doing everything at once at the start it can be a bit too much when I was younger, I think it, it was like I was doing a lot of creative things, but they were almost like competing forces against each other. Whereas, you know, I, I want to um, have them like complement each other. So even with like, if I make a sitcom or if I make a, a short film or something, it, it will make sense to you as a fan of my music. You know, people have got their own lives. They've got all this stuff to think about in their life. So you have to kind of make it simple for people initially, I think. As an artist, you're kind of competing for attention, like quote unquote. So like the average person, they're thinking about what they're doing in their job, how their relationship is going, what they want to watch on Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Like all these things, what they're going to do with their family, where they want to go on a holiday. These are all these things that are at the front of their mind. And then, so they might have some space for like their favorite artists. Self-expression is important to Dave. And it's not something that is only reserved for the happy few. He feels that everyone is talented and that everyone has the right to express themselves. I feel like everybody is talented, but I feel like we kind of created this thing where we rank art and we like put it as like, oh, this is a good song or this is a good painting or this is... I remember like I used to play the piano as a kid and I'd go to like, you know, these like recital things and just have to compete my piano playing against other players and stuff. And that's kind of like what I grew up with, the idea of it being an academic process, whereas actually I feel like everyone has ideas and everyone should be able to express themselves and not feel like, oh, this isn't good. So for instance, I can't draw really, but during lockdown... I did like a drawing a day in a notebook. And I could see that there were some good ideas in the drawings and stuff, but I just don't have a lot of talent for drawing. But I feel like it's still good for me to like do it because I'm just like getting ideas out and just like expressing myself. And I feel like why other people don't do it is because they think, oh, I'm not good or I don't have talent. Whereas I don't, I don't really believe in that it's like what I was coming back to earlier when I when I was saying that music is just happens to be the way that I was able to express myself. Do you know what I mean? I'm not like as talented as Stevie Wonder at music, but then also I can write a song that Stevie Wonder couldn't write. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like if I had thought, oh, I'm not good at music when I was younger, because I wasn't really that good when I was young. I was okay, but there's there's loads of talented people in the world. If I had thought, oh, I'm 
I'm not that good at music. I, I wouldn't have followed it up. Do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like that's what a lot of people do. They, they go, oh, I can't, I can't do that thing or I don't have talent. Whereas actually, invariably, when you start, start spending time with people, I don't know anybody who doesn't have some kind of level of creative idea around something. Because like creativity is in everything. Even if your job is just about, you know, you, you work in banking and you just, all you're focused on is making money every day. You still have to kind of come up with creative ways of making the, <laughs> the money. Do you know what I'm saying? Creativity is in everything. Solving, like we've just seen it across the pandemic, like all of these responses to something were like someone had to have that idea. Okay, why don't we do the vaccination places like this? Why don't, what, do you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go in a bit mad now, but, but do, do you see what I'm saying? Like my feeling is that, yeah, like creativity is in like everything. I guess we, we, we've got all these shows like X Factor and stuff where it's just like singing becomes like a competition. But for me, it's not a competition. Like some of the best singer songwriters aren't even good singers. Bob Dylan can't, I mean, no disrespect, you know, he's one of my favorite artists, but, or favorite songwriters, but he's not really a great singer, but we just accept it. And so it's like, if that's the case, then I don't know. I just feel like people will limit themselves by telling themselves that they don't have the ability but it's just more like in our own heads than actually anything else as an independent artist social media plays a huge part in getting dave's message out there but it's the human connections he makes whilst there not the likes that are important to him i think social media sometimes means that artists get more into their heads about how many likes they're getting and stuff for sure and I think that that can kind of end up with people making bad decisions on social media. Because really, I, I think that like, say as an independent artist, yeah, what you have to remind yourself is like, why are you on social media, say, as an independent artist? Are you on to get likes? Are you on to like spread your music? And so for me, one of the things that I always remind myself of is it doesn't really... I could do a post that could get 2,000 likes, right? But what does that really mean? That doesn't actually do anything for me apart from give me the feeling of, oh yeah, 2,000. Whereas I'd rather have 2,000 conversations happening around my music that even I might not even be aware of. There's people that are like sharing my music with their friends and I don't even know that they're doing that. But I'll prefer that because every time someone shares my music with a friend, that's like a genuine interaction and they're more likely to go, oh, okay, let me, let me check this out. Rather than, oh, this person's got 2,000 likes on a post. Let me see what their music is. I don't think that really connects up like that. So I always just try and think about social media in, in that way, you know, like it's... Um, everything that I put on social media is more about giving the existing fans of my music the best chance because we, if we like something, we always want to tell someone else about it. And so it's about giving those people the best chance of having those conversations about my music, you know, rather than just getting the maximum amount of likes on my own page. I think like for me to be a mysterious artist would probably not really work because I just really like people and like talking to people and stuff. So that's what my thing is, human connection. Whereas, you know, if you look at someone like 
So I'm friends with uh, a band called Young Fathers. I don't know if you know them, but their whole thing online is really mysterious, but it kind of like fits their music or like um, FK Twigs. More recently, she's been a bit more, I've seen a bit of a shift, but like traditionally, she's quite a mysterious artist. But again, like it, it fits the music. And so it feels like authentic. And I think that's the thing that I've worked out over the time is that there's no wrong or right way to like do anything. You have to work out who you are and then everything kind of just goes from there, really. When you talk about expressing yourself, there is no right or wrong way of doing it. You have to know yourself as an artist. And for Dave, that's a process that you have to go through. You have to be confident because once you express yourself, you have no control over how people interpret your art. I guess it's just a process. I would say that I know I know myself a lot better now than I did 10 years ago uh, when I was trying to do stuff and it was maybe like a bit less sincere. But you go through that period of you go through that period of you start off, you're imitating your favorite artists or you're doing the thing that you think is going to get you into the place that you want to be in. And then as you go along and you commit to it, you kind of like slowly. And as you get a bit older, you start start understanding yourself a bit better. And But I guess it's a process, you know, I, you, I might come back to you in five, 10 years and go, oh, okay, like I know this. And do you know what I mean? I'm always having like breakthroughs. Even that thing I just told you about absorbing people's pain and stuff and putting that in the music. I, I, I didn't realise that in the last few months. I never even thought about it before. So it's, it's, it's a constant process. And I feel like if we think about our favourite artists, you know, like legendary, iconic artists, part of the reason why we like them so much is not because of like, okay, like musical talent is one element, but we trust them. We believe them. Like coming back to like Bob Dylan, what he was saying was real. Even if you look at like the Happy Mondays, yeah, they were just like mashed up half the time, but you could feel it was real. Like when you look at their videos and, and uh, you feel their music. It's like they were really living that that life, doing those pills. And so it's like, it's like, it's like more like that's what you respond to. It's like, I guess authenticity, but just truth. It's just, like, it's just like if you meet someone at a party, if you get the feeling that someone's trying to be someone that they're not, you're like, oh, I'm not too sure about this person. Whereas if they're just like being themselves, even though that might not be quote unquote cool, would always get a better response than, than someone who's like trying to be cool. But... What is being cool? It's just being yourself, really, in a way. It's actually beautiful. Like, you express yourself how, how you kind of intend, but then it just takes on a whole other life. But what I realised was from writing music is that once you put it out there, you have no control how it's going to be taken. Like, I've had people send me messages and say, oh, thanks so much for helping me with X, Y, and Z. And I didn't even write the song about that. I'm not going to say, oh, bro, it's not about that, because it is about that for them. So people sometimes like a song because it reflects their worldview or it speaks to a belief that they have or it kind of helps them work through an insecurity they have. Like, so my most streamed song, Week by Week, yeah, is Mercury's Day Changed My Life, which is the title song of my first album. And that song had no video. It wasn't a single. It's never been in a Spotify editorial playlist. It never got played on the radio, like literally nothing. And it's like super personal to me. Like I didn't, I wasn't like trying to write it to be like, oh, I'm trying to make this appeal to the maximum amount of people. It's just a really personal song to me. But yet people kind of like still somehow managed to like 
resonate with it and see themselves in it, which I think is amazing. That's why I feel like you shouldn't really like overthink music. Just express yourself and just try and communicate the best that you can in that moment. And then who knows what's, the, what's gonna happen, you know? As an artist, you inspire a lot of people. Dave is no different. He inspires, but is also inspired by art in all forms, not just music. I mean, I get inspired by anything, just walking down the street, like overhearing a piece of conversation or like just getting on the bus or going to like a party or, you know what I mean? I'll get ideas anywhere. But I think one of the places that gives me like some of my like biggest ideas or like really helps me like think in a way bigger is like when I go to like exhibitions. So like, and just go and see an artist. So say if I go to an exhibition on a particular artist and I just see their whole life, you know, like from the art that they were making from when they were like 18 to like when they were like 85, like just going through their whole life and like the different eras and the things that happened in the world and how that affected the art they were making. And just that the way that they like juxtapose I feel like that's definitely a thing with my music that I get from the art world is like, everything's like a juxtaposition. I feel like if someone made like a painting or a sculpture that looks kind of like another one, no one would give a shit. It wouldn't end up in a gallery, do you know what I mean? Whereas I feel like with music, you can kind of just make something that kind of sounds like something that's successful. And you know, people would be like, oh, okay, cool, like, let's market this. I like the mentality of that, of trying to solve a problem or like responding I feel like art is always responding to the, the times or, you know, the situation that the person was in, but they're always trying to subvert something or show it in a different way and stuff. So I don't really know much about the art world. That, I think that's the other thing that's kind of like good is that I'm not really like, if this interview was just about like art, I would like suck at the interview. Like I wouldn't be good, but it's just like, in a way, just being like a bit more of an alien in the world of art is good because it, I can just look at the way that they're thinking and the way that they responded to stuff. The last exhibition that I went to, I came up with a whole concept just from that exhibition, a whole concept for my next project that I haven't even like, I haven't even started it yet. But this summer, that's, that's what I'm planning to do is work on that. So I've already got the whole thing in my head because of going to one particular exhibition. I'm kind of envious. I'm kind of envious of that with music. The one thing that I do, I do miss, or I do really miss, and I am jealous of, is just being like a pure music fan, like not knowing how anything works, just going to a gig and just loving the music and then just having a great time. I just miss that so much, man. Now it's like I'll go to a show and it's like, I'll know... I'll be paying attention to how they're like doing the lighting <laughs> with the songs and all the artist's breath control. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just, it's just not the same anymore, man. And I, I just, I just miss like, just like that kind of like raw. Sometimes I get close to it, but I, it's the one thing that I can't really ever get back to is just like being like a hundred percent pure, just like innocent music fan. And that's the whole reason why like I got into making music, do you know what I mean? So it's a bit of a shame, but is what it is, man. It's not, it's <laughs> but I would say that one of the things that made me kind of like really like see it was actually, I was in France. 
and some of my friends did like a show. It was like a bunch of big rappers were there and stuff, but it was like a really small venue. And I remember like seeing this guy and I think because everybody was rapping in French, at one point they, they all jumped on stage and they were just like ciphering, just going back to back. But I feel like because they were all, and I was just like there, so I was like side of stage. I seen this guy on the front row because it was in French. I think because I didn't understand the lyrics, it just hit me so much more. Like, because I, I, I can't pay attention to the words as much. So I have to pay attention to human behavior. And just seeing this kid on the front row and he was just rapping like every lyric. Like, it's like his life depended on this, like, these verses, man. And I feel like seeing that, I could kind of tap into it, like, through him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was, I was kind of, like, experiencing the show through his passion. That's the closest I've gotten recent. But, yeah, like, nah, I, I feel like even, like, the artists that I'm... There's obviously loads of artists that I'm, like, a big, big fan of. But I'll always kind of... I, I just I just start analyze I start analyzing everything they're doing. Eastpac is built to resist, and so is Dave. He is built to resist the urge to fall into stereotypes, to be compared to other artists, and to be steadfast in who he is. Do you know what I like built to resist as a slogan, man, because I, I feel like a part of of like getting to know yourself and kind of being more comfortable with yourself is actually resisting the kind of labels that like society might put on you say or someone might in order and it's not always like malicious like I said before it's like people like maybe just do things to like simplify their own world so at the moment a lot of what I have to deal with is like say because I'm I'm black and like I, I put like certain like slang words in my songwriting. People will just say that it's grime or say that I'm rapping, but I'm not. They're just being lazy with it. And so you have to kind of like resist these kind because otherwise you end up in like, you know, on my first album, people weren't seeing me as an artist. They were seeing me as just this guy who was friends with Mike Skinner from the streets and was doing some DJing with him and stuff. I was like, oh, I'm doing music. And people were like, oh, like, I don't really, I don't know. Rather than just kind of like letting people decide who you are, I could have just been like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Mike Skinner's hype man. Do you know what I mean? And then that's where I would have just like stayed. Whereas like, I was like, nah, like this is actually like what I want to do. And this is who I am. And I feel like it's the same now where like, I've kind of like gone through that door. And then now I'm dealing with journalists trying to like, because my music is like, it's like, it's like a meeting point of a lot of styles. So, you know, because I'm, I'm as influenced by the Smiths, say, as I am by Kanye West or Kano. Or do, do you see what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like sometimes because they don't know what box to put in, they'll just say it's like rap music or whatever. So that's another thing that I have to do with at the moment. But it's just, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. I've, I've kind of been doing that like my whole life just kind of like, um, you know, like resisting, even when I was younger, you know, at school, just like resisting stereotypes, like, but then just trying to just always to stay steadfast in who I know I am. Is there something you can't resist? For Dave, it's change. 
His song, Please Don't Move to London, It's a Trap, is a great example of how he uses his music to activate the activist and start a conversation. With like, Please Don't Move to London, It's a Trap, it's just more like, I'm just trying to show you what London is like. I think it was really interesting for me because yeah, I, I spent like that time up north in Manchester. And then so like when I came back to London, it's not like I never ever came back, but actually when I came back and started living there again, it felt very different to what I remember when I was growing up. And I guess like London's gone through different waves of like, obviously it's going through like a wave of gentrification, but there's, there's been obviously other waves, like waves of immigration and stuff. Um, so London is is constantly changing. And so for me, it's just about commenting on it. It's like what you would, we were talking about, like how the music industry has changed or how social media has come through. Some of these things are bad, some of the things are good and you just kind of have to comment on it, you know. I feel like not just to do with that song, but just, I feel like just in general, like in life, the one thing that you, you, you can't really resist is change. What you can resist is the changes that do happen. Do you know what I mean? You can kind of like try and guide the ship in a way which makes more sense or is fairer for more people and stuff like that. So I feel like my job, you know, like I'm not like a politician or like, I wish I was an activist, do you know what I mean? But I feel like maybe my skills is better placed in like creativity, but my job is sparking more conversation and helping kind of like, I don't know, just like tackle like a complicated issue in a way that is digestible, do you know what I mean? You know, like the Black Lives Matter protests, in London, I, I went to a couple of them and like you hear like Kendrick Lamar, All Right, that was one of the big songs that was, was getting played and that becomes like an anthem to motivate people to, to different types of action. But I mean, with me, it's like, it's not like, you know, my music is not necessarily like political, like sometimes, but it's more commenting on the world around me. It's just like social commentary. Sometimes it's, I'm talking about serious stuff. Sometimes I'm talking about love sometimes i'm just talking about like light-hearted stuff like the good times it could be it could be anything really with the, the conversation is just kind of growing so we just need to kind of like keep going and just as we go just everything we we can all do our bit to just try and make the world better like do you know what i mean I, I, that just sounds kind of quite cheesy but what else is there really to do but just to try and make things that little bit better like that's that's the whole point right What's next for Merkage Dave as an artist and as a person? What's next for me as a person and an artist? Freedom to create, man. Anytime, anytime I create like a to-do list, I just write freedom to create at the top. That's the that's the, the, the overall thing. So I'm always just pushing towards that and anything that can kind of like make that more possible than I invest my time in, but... Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's it, man. Dave is striving for the freedom to create. What are you striving for? Let us and Dave know in the comment section of this podcast on our East Pack YouTube channel. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this, make sure to subscribe and add this podcast to your library, as there will be another episode of Built to Resist next month. Thanks for listening.